0: Welcome to Lessons for Life, where we seek to learn, love, and live the Word of God. Now, here is James Long, Jr. Well, hello, this is James Long, and I want to talk to you today about stability. How many of us want to be stable? How many of us want to be able to be still and know God? How many of us would like to be able to deal with the challenges and the struggles that come at us? How many of us would like to just be able to have hope and peace and joy in their lives and your life? I know all of us would. And Paul in Philippians chapter 4 tells us how we can have that peace. And he gives us a series of principles that I want to speak to you about today. He says in Philippians chapter 4, Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. The first thing that we must do in order to have that peace and that level of stability and that tranquility in life is that we need to keep our feet firmly planted. I often say this to my clients keep your feet firmly planted on the solid ground. Jesus had given an illustration of a house built on the rock versus the house built on the sand, and the rock was symbolic of the word of God. So what I hope for my people is that they keep their feet firmly planted on the word of God. That is where you're going to find your greatest level of stability. And then he goes through a series of principles. Once you're founded on the word, founded on the gospel, founded on the person and work of Christ, then he gives you principles. The first principle is to seek harmony in your relationships. Verses 2-3. through These two women were fighting and they were having some discord, and it's pretty apparent that this was a personal issue, not a doctrinal issue, because Paul would have called out either one of them if it was a doctrinal issue. This was a personal issue, and what Paul was saying is seek harmony and get help for your relationship. And in in verses two through three, we see these two women who are struggling, and God calls another person to come along and help them to seek harmony. So if you're going to have stability and peace in your life, tranquility, you need to seek harmony in your relationships. The second thing that you need to do is to find your joy in the Lord continually, Find your joy in the Lord continually. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say it, rejoice. Paul actually says it again. He says, you must find your joy. Rejoice in the Lord continually, enduringly, steadfastly in your life if you're going to have stability and peace and hope. So seek harmony, find your joy in the Lord, and then be humble it says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. I need you to recognize that reasonableness or gentleness is that you need to be humble. More often than not, the reason why we struggle in our relationships is that we are not humble. We are not generous. We are, we are prideful and we're arrogant. We exalt ourselves. And what Paul is saying is that I need you to be reasonable in your relationships. And that will open the door for stability. The next principle is, he says, you need to be putting your faith in God who is present with you. You are not alone. I love this. He says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Your version may say the Lord is near. Now, does that mean that he's near with you? right now or in, in space, or is he talking about the Lord is near in time, that he's coming soon? And I think it could be both. I want you to know that God is present with you. You are never alone. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you want to have stability, if you want to have peace and hope, seek harmony. If you want to have peace and hope and stability, find your joy in the Lord continually. If you want to have peace and hope and joy in your life, be humble. And then remember that God is near. He's at hand. He's present with you. Three more principles I want you to consider from this passage. He says, now, in verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So I need you to offer up thankful prayers. Oftentimes, our prayers are just a gimme, gimme, gimme list. You know, God, I need this, I need this, and as though God is our sovereign errand boy. And, and what we need to do is to remember that everything that we have is a gracious gift from God, that if I deserve eternity in hell and God has given me everything but that in Christ, I should be very thankful. Thankful for the life that I have. Thankful for the home that I have. Thankful for the family. And for some of us, we're struggling in many of those areas. But you have a breath. You have life. You have abilities. You have a mind. You have the opportunity to know the Father because of the Son. So offer up thankful prayers. And this must be practiced. And it must be practiced for every situation that you come through. And that's not easy to do, but you can develop the habit of gratitude and develop a habit of thankfulness. The last two principles are you need to renew your mind by thinking godly thoughts. Renew your mind by thinking godly thoughts. He says, finally, brothers, in verse 8, whatever is true and whatever is honorable and whatever is just and whatever is pure, And whatever is lovely and whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence or anything worthy of praise, think on these things. So important. Your thinking influences the way you feel, it influences the way you speak, it influences the way you act. You must control your mind. The Bible has talked about this constantly, that you need to be very careful what you put into your mind because it influences your heart. So Make sure your thoughts are lovely and honorable and good and right and commendable, and those are the things that you need to be thinking of. I can guarantee you, if you're spiraling with instability, if you're spiraling with a lack of hope or lack of peace or lack of joy, I can guarantee you that for the most part, your thoughts are not biblical thoughts, not God centered thoughts, not Christ centered thoughts, not gospel centered thoughts. They're worldly. And they're going to cause you to spiral. Stay far away from them. And then the final principle. Let's look at them. We've seen the seeking harmony in our relationships, finding joy in Christ continually, being humble, putting our faith in the fact that Christ is here with us. We're not alone. Offering up thankful prayers and and making sure that we renew our mind by godly thoughts. And the last one is so very important, found in verse 9. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Here's the principle. Obey right away, all the way, with a good attitude every day. I know it sounds a little childish. We used it in our home. But it was this principle that we need to obey right away. There has to be an immediacy To this, uh, to obedience. When God calls us to do something, do it right away, and then it's all the way. You know, partial obedience is disobedience. I need to obey all the way, and my attitude must be right. I can't just do the right thing and do it all the way, but with a cruddy attitude. God wants us to have a God-centered, a Christ-centered, a grace-centered attitude. So obey right away, all the way, with a good attitude, and then do that day by day, every day. We are promised God's incomparable peace when we pray in that way. And he says in verse 7, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I pray today that you will be taking these steps to peace. These steps to stability, these steps to hope, these steps to joy in your life. And I pray that they would be a blessing to you. Blessings. This has been Lessons for Life with James Long Jr. We hope you've been blessed. For more information, go to jameslongjr.org.